listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. It makes it easier, easier to Nobody watches these, it's fine. Well, that's it, because I'm home, I'm comfy, I ain't got no makeup on, too late, I don't need nobody to have it, like my ass. I took an edible, can I say that? Yes. How dare you, you a family podcast. On this podcast? Oh. Okay, look, one person that knows me is Keith. Terrence knows me, so he knows them. He tried to tell me this was a family podcast because I said, oh, we doing Western? I'm going to come on with my uh, titty dancer cowgirl outfit. And he said, no, it's a family podcast. <laughs> Try to sell ad <laughs> revenue out podcast. here. <laughs> Try to sell Roy's, Lisa mattresses. <laughs> Roy's family doesn't watch <laughs> I'm a jokester at heart, y'all. Y'all don't understand. I'm a jokester, so... <laughs> I feel like Royden's family members are the only ones who like consistently watch these. Some <laughs> so, of them, the other, so the other half are like, uh, hey, you really need to reconsider your life choices. <laughs> You're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, three, two, one. Welcome to the One Take Podcast, episode 90. Uh, we are this week doing the Harder They Fall. We are joined by Lisa Valadez, and uh, she has been... I don't want to say begging, but like begging to come on the pocket. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, they are apparently a big deal. Yeah. Uh, Lisa, That's how us. you doing? Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here with, with I guess, a bunch of men. See, I, I, y'all don't ever have women on here. Oh, <laughs> what's no, going on with that? a woman's perspective. That's why we brought you here. <laughs> Objectively false. Uh-huh, <laughs> no, but, uh-huh. I mean, normally it's like it is like three dudes being like well i actually think but we do have women on here when we occasionally i i maybe maybe i'm gonna start um doing me too under y'all's tweets all the time please don't hashtag me too (laughs) so apparently we hate hate every movie that we review and we hate women and Um, women (laughs) that has been uh god we're doing something wrong guys that's been well, the prevailing what? theme. Didn't you all just, did you all just do the Eternals? Yeah. Movie? Yes. Oh, man. I was sick that day. I would love to have done it because I wanted to bash the hell out of that movie. <laughs> we ended up, I mean, nice free reign. Go I ahead. We would. No, no. I, we, we, we'll, we'll say that. Than I thought we were going to be. Oh, no. I was going to trash it. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast because apparently that's all we do on this podcast <laughs> is trash that's not movies. True. We are going to okay. tell you how much we love this movie today. We are not going to shit on this film. Oh, buddy, let me tell you, I got some nits to pick, but no. <laughs> it, it, oh, damn it. it. It was good. It was good. I'm not going to, I'm really not going to shit on it. Our brand is failing already. Our brand <laughs> is already in the tank. Um, 
this week we are doing the harder they fall. Everybody else doing okay? Teeds, uh, lifelong Georgia fan, man. Things are going well for you and Thanks not at all. Well, my Georgia Bulldogs are 11 and 0. Uh, nothing but happy times around here. Let's talk about our Rockets. <laughs> no. No. Uh, subscribe to the Apollo Launchpad subscribe. podcast. Yes. If you want to hear about the Houston Rockets, we do not do that here. We talk about college football on this podcast. Shout out to the Baylor Bears. Uh, gonna make the Big 12 title game once Oklahoma goes outside. So just be on the lookout for that. We've never once talked about uh, basketball on this podcast, uh, but for future reference, our draft is best shooters. Uh, so yeah. Mother of God, is that gonna be basketball? No, it doesn't have to be. It's whatever you want. It's whatever it you want it to be. So what kind of shooting at the club. Yeah. I, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This steal best. No. <laughs> oh, no. Allegedly, I don't know who that is. No, 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 no. I'm Allegedly. Um, all right. So this week we are doing a Netflix movie. You can all go watch this right now. The harder, actually, I mean, watch this and then watch the movie later. But uh, this is the harder they fall. On Netflix, it actually came out on theaters, correct? Teach like you went and saw it in theaters. Yes. It was in limited theaters, but you know how Netflix does; they'll put it in a theater in like three cities and be like, "There we go, it showed on a movie screen." But yeah. Uh, yeah, it was on theaters here in LA, and I the first time I saw it was in a theater. It was amazing. Uh, the Harder They Fall came out just a couple of weeks ago, 2021 movie, a uh, little long, uh, two hours nineteen minutes long, rated R. Obviously, uh, it's rated the number three popularity movie on IMDb, but. It has a 6.6 on IMDb. I wonder why that is racism. Um, <laughs> has a 68 meta score. When an outlaw discovers his enemy is being released from prison, he reunites his gang to seek revenge in this Western. Uh, written and directed by James Samuel. Uh, it also has a screenplay credit for Boaz Yankin. Uh, Jonathan May stars Jonathan Majors, Zazie Beats. Um, I hate it when the cast is out of order on on this. But uh, R.J. Kryler's in the movie. Uh, Damon Wayans Jr.'s in the Dion movie. Cole. Dion Cole's in the movie. But it really Regina King, Lakeith Stanfield, and Idris Elba, and um, also Delroy Lindo makes an appearance as Bass Reeves, a man who should. I'll just note this right here get his own movie to begin with oh most um, definitely crazy no, no crazy uh figure but he's coming to blade he is coming he's to blade crazy. um this movie i don't know if it you know netflix will say that it has like 18 billion streams or whatever they did for red notice when they just lied about that movie too he's probably uh, liked it Netflix, we're really tired of you saying that this is our biggest movie ever every year and a half. Like, just stop doing that, please. We, nobody can see these numbers. We don't care. Just put out movies that we like to watch. You don't have to do that. I, I'm really tired of that. I'm really tired of that. Yeah, you're Netflix. Like, you don't have to get it out the mud at this point. We all know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you all have, you have our $15 a month or whatever it is now. I have no idea. Yeah, Unless you're... Gonna... you're Good. No, no, no. I was saying unless you're you're stealing your Netflix from someone. Well, yeah, I'm waiting for the day that they don't they do don't allow that to happen. But <laughs> I don't know how to get around it. But regardless, um, yeah. So this has real quickly on Rotten Tomatoes, really good reviews. Eighty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, ninety-three percent audience score. Uh, it 
isn't as bold and fearless as its characters, but the harder they fall fills its well-worn template with style, energy, and a fantastic cast. Lisa, uh, go ahead and uh, give it a letter grade and a review, however long you want. Just uh, wax poetic about this movie <clears throat> if you want to, but uh, letter grade and a review, please. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a B, um, or maybe a B minus because Idris blocked me on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> oh damn! It's a long time ago. <laughs> We got to put a bit in that. Hold on. What were you doing? <laughs> we got to put a bit in that. So if he unblocks me, I might give it a higher. So um, I actually, I think it doesn't do you any justice if you watch this movie like on your phone or a laptop. I, I do I do feel that mm. it's meant for, because of its widescreen frame shots, I do feel that it was meant for theater you know, instead of just your little regular television at home. I'm, I'm blessed enough to have a, a nice theater in my home. Oh, so I did watch oh, it. Okay. I got did it like watch that. It. This woman is I did watch it on widescreen. And um, I was really excited, obviously, because it had characters that, that you're excited to watch on film. And at the very beginning, the intro with, with Jonathan's character, um, Nate, Nat, excuse Nat me. Nat. Nat, love. Nat, love. love. Nat, love. Nat, love. <laughs> you know, the, the church scene, for, I'm not going to go too into it for if anybody hasn't seen it, but um, I, I thought it was, it was really great, that scene, and it, it gave it a punch of what I thought I was going to be expecting throughout the entire movie. Um, what a lot of people, as I was reading Twitter reviews, sometimes I don't like to because... You know, I, I tend to disagree with a lot of people that that like action, 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 and instead of just instead of story, um, they were waiting for Regina King to pop on screen, mm -hmm. and when she did, she she's stole it. You know, she's a scene stealer. But what what James did in this film is, although each character, if you pay close attention, gets a small amount of alone time on screen without other characters. But when they when it does, it it's beautifully done. Unlike other film that just came out that tried to do that. I'm not gonna go into that part, but um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was a, a large amount of characters, mm -hmm. but each character was beautifully um, introduced to us on screen. They weren't and it wasn't necessarily done all the same, even though it is a movie like a to a western but um there were quiet moments between the characters that you got to to take in and that's why i say it needs to be seen on the widescreen because of the scene behind them and there's just these quiet moments where they're they're locking eyes with each other and if you can appreciate those moments in cinema and in film then this is definitely a movie as to why i give it a b rating um it it, it did give a perspective on the a black Western that although to me, and like I said, someone may have seen a different, did touch, a, did touch on the racism that was prevalent back then, but it wasn't black trauma. Does that make For sense? Sure. What I'm yeah, trying to say. So the really so, way of putting that, yeah. Right. So I thought it was, it was that's why I thought it was beautifully done. And, and in addition to the widescreen shots, the music itself, the sound, 
um, you you feel it in the intro when you see um, Lakeith's character, Cherokee Bill, mm. when when he's first introduced on the on the train. Man, that sound, that music, and him, he just the way he looks into the cameras like he's looking into your soul you know he didn't really have to say much something it, i'm sorry to, yeah i'm sorry to no, no, something no, go, about please, that please. something about that dude's eyes man something about his eyes yeah. like yeah he he looks crazy it's i don't know yes. To... yes so in in um i thought that that the characters like i said all great obviously there's there, we'll get into that later if everybody wants to you know there's there was a whole hoopla about zazzy beats character and you know, her being light skinned and, and so forth. Mm-hmm. But but um, I like her as I like her as a character. Um, I do feel that the, uh, there were probably better choices, but it didn't take away from the movie for me. Um, I thought that the script was well written. I thought everyone's even even the little jokes here and there punched. Um, usually they some tend to fail and some are just corny. Um, it was, uh, it had a little romance, you know, a little revenge, but also shows to me that violence, no matter what you try to escape, it is cyclical. You know, it continues, mm. it, it, even if Nat's character, and, and for some reason you were rooting, I was rooting for the bad guys because it was Regina King and Idris, you know, how could you not? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I, I found a way to not root for them at all. <laughs> Listen, me personally. <laughs> no, let me the, tell you. The ending of yeah. that movie kind of killed that momentum for me. Like any yeah. momentum that like I we'll get into it, but go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. No, it's fine. It's great when, when you all talk and you feel about it. but to see a a western and and maybe typically the younger generation or even women don't tend to watch West quote unquote westerns to want to watch this movie. And to have even so many women watch this movie, I think was a great, is a great thing. And I hope that some West, you know, some Westerns continue in this trend to capture all, all audience members and not just some. An incredible review. That is, that is one of the better reviews we've had. Most of the time people get on here and be like, it sucked. B minus. Um, but it's not that podcast. We don't not hate movies on this podcast. We love, we love movies on this yeah. podcast. Um, you make a good point about Westerns because there's been a random, not a random push. It feels like a kind of calculated push over the last decade in film to try and bring the Western back. And I think it started, I mean, obviously like somebody, somebody in better verse in movies would tell me differently, but it kind of felt like it started with Django. Um, you can see the marks of that film all over this movie, but uh, there's been kind of a calculated push to try and bring Westerns back, maybe modernize more Westerns and stuff because not for nothing during like the 2000s they just died they were gone mm-hmm. and like the and really kind of towards the it kind of towards the late 90s like maybe wild wild west killed the western like that was just like it it, it really <laughs> just uh, it really just went away and like after yeah, that's that probably movie, the worst western ever made so that yeah makes some sense. um so yeah there it, it, to for filmmakers and especially like filmmakers of color to want to like make Westerns and bring them back is a really, really cool push because I grew up watching Westerns and to see them come back and stuff like there's room for these things still in, in, in the uh, movie 
sphere. Like I agree. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be, yeah, it doesn't always have to be like roaming the plains of Montana or something like that. It can like, if you haven't seen Sicario (laughs) or uh, wind river and stuff like that, those are still Westerns, but it's, it's, uh, it feels a little different. Um, mm-hmm. Hell or High Water is my favorite one to mention. Oh, that, was keep really good. To your <laughs> that was really good. No, That's sorry. I, I, I have more to say about the movie, but I just talking about that. Teej, you like this movie a lot. Uh, go ahead. This movie is a clear A. I love a good Western. This movie is a beat for beat Western, but it's not just the Western with black people in it. Like it, it they're the homages in this movie, they're paying homages to the mm-hmm. genre as it lays. Like this is a classic western if you're not from a lot of people this is a more mainstream movie they don't want just people who like westerns to watch the movie so a lot of people watching the movie haven't ever watched a western but this is how western works you have your heroes you have your bad guys there's going to be a showdown in front of some saloon right like there's the good guy has great morals but he most of the time you have a team up or a gang like it's like a it's they hit all all the beats there there's a legendary shooter out there somewhere that everybody knows who's supposed to be the quickest draw and one of our heroes wants to go against them. Like these are all Western tropes that were just perfectly done here by this man who's making his first movie, which is insane because this is a big expensive movie. Uh, they spent a lot of money mm-hmm. on it. They spent a ton of money on the soundtrack. You're, list- you're watching a Western in 2021 and you're hearing Lauren Hill music and Jay-Z music, which is insane in itself. Uh, but the-, the director was also really involved with the score. He's like a musician mm-hmm. as well or something like that. So I just thought it was one vision. It just came together really well. Uh, it was brilliantly acted. Uh, I think, uh, what's his face? We were just talking, Cherokee Bill. What's his name? Lakeith. Lakeith was oh, phenomenal in this movie. Like, he, to me, he gave the best performance just because it just felt like that's, I could not stop thinking about the performance when I left the theater the first time. Like, he's just so kind of a, a little sociopathic, but also like kind of charming. I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like the, that whatever he did with that character was just perfect. Like, and he's standing next to uh, a, a legend in her own right, who's also doing a great job. Then you got, you know, Idris is always doing a great job. Delroy Lindo is always great. And then we have our star who looks like a legitimate movie star again, which we talked about before on this podcast, who's just doing great in his character. Totally deadpan, but also can make the occasional joke. I love the scene where uh, he first meets, says he beats his character and uh, she she punches him, he falls over and he goes to get up and he just realizes he can't get up. He just hits the cigarette. Like it's like a subtle beat of comedy, but like he can do that. He can go on screen and be funny. He can go on screen and be stoic. Like I just really enjoyed his performance as well. Uh, I understand there was controversy about Jazzy Beast being cast, but that aside, I thought she did a great job with the role. I just think that this movie kind of hit the notes it was supposed to hit you can have a great time watching this with your family mm-hmm. as long as you can avoid the. as long as you don't care about the violence this is an extremely violent movie but most mm-hmm. westerns are violent so yeah uh, like old westerns were violent as hell but like they, they didn't have like blood spurts that's how they think they got around yeah like john wayne killed the technology like to make it look so real yeah it, it's just like guys fall over and you see smoke but like this is an extremely bloody movie and like royden was saying that's one of the many Tarantino homages, like literally the way the blood works in this film is literally how the blood in the shooting works in Django, like beat for beat, sound for sound. It is quite literally the same palette as that. So obviously this person loved Django, but who didn't? Django's almost perfect movie. So I understand making homages to that, especially when you want black people to go sit in the movie theater and watch a Western. 
you should appeal to something that they know. And they cast a bunch of people that we know, and they put it in a format that we might, may or may not know, but I thought it came out to be a super dope project, and I've, I've seen it twice. I've loved Same. it more, even more the second time. I'm giving it an A. At this point, the one the one actor they didn't cast from this generation just feels like Daniel Kaluuya was just missing from this film somewhere. <laughs> like, he needed to be in this movie. Um, Dax, go ahead, man. Yeah, I really like this movie. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, just because knowing it was a Western, it was like a little over two hours or whatever. I was like, uh, I got to watch it at home. Probably not going to like it that much. Watching movies at home was very hard for me, <laughs> uh, but this was actually dope. I like took a little bit of Adderall and I could focus and uh, <laughs> this movie was a good time from start to finish. Uh, <laughs> I promise you this movie doesn't require barbiturates to like get through it. Like, you don't have to <laughs> That's it does for me. That, you don't need it. Does for it does for me. It's very hard for me to sit down and watch a movie at home and not be like, okay, how much longer do we got? Like, like, come on. <laughs> you're, you're pressing the scroll bar like every two minutes. You're like, God. So only 30 minutes in? Fuck. You'll go sit in Avengers Endgame for four hours, but like, nah, if you're at home, nope. Yeah. I mean, I got my phone in my hand. I'm like checking to see how much time is left. Like, I'm taking pauses, all that kind of shit. But anyway. This movie, none of that was required. From the jump, I was just like, oh, okay, like we got we got some shit going down here. It just album pops up on the screen and you're like, oh shit, this dude's badass. <laughs> so I can kind of understand why you might have been rooting for him. Because I mean he's Edge Elba and he's really fucking cool. Uh but the gravel in his voice, man, in his American accent. Is yeah, I, Oof. speaking of his American accent, like by the end of the movie, I was like, this is just Stringer Bell in a cowboy hat. Like, <laughs> like, Leave my man same, alone. I like the same performance. He same blocked you. Movie. He ain't calling you he back. He blocked you on two apps. <laughs> two different apps. He's still my man. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, he, he hasn't blocked you on TikTok yet. You can still send him emails. So. <laughs> send him a handwritten letter. Idris. <laughs> Carrier you know. pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh Idris was great. The whole cast was great. I really liked all the side characters, like Cuffy, she was really dope. The the quick draw dude, I really liked his like all of the, his stuff was funnier to me. Uh, he was great. Yeah. Oh, I think his name was like Jim or something. Jim Beckenworth. Yeah, yeah. RJ. Yeah, he was really he good. He was great. The sniper guy was really good. I liked all their dynamics. Delroy Lindo, obviously amazing, just like he is in everything. Every every movie could use more Delroy Lindo. Uh, they needed more Delroy in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true for every movie. I've never yeah. seen a movie with Delroy Lindo in it and been like, "That was too much." Like, no, I need more. <laughs> too much Delroy. <laughs> Even when he's walking through the woods into Five Bloods, talking to himself, you're just like, "Can we get more of that?" Can we get 30 more minutes of that? I need more Del Rey Lindo. Jonathan Majors like knocked that out of the park. I thought it was really cool. Super easy to root for. Uh, the the twist, it was cool. I I didn't really need it. Eh, like the the twist I didn't is like either. the twist is the only thing that was like kind of a negative for me. I was like I don't like I get it. I appreciate that there's like a reason that all this is happening or whatever. Because like for the first like chunk of the movie, I was like I. I appreciate that yourself was a badass, but like I don't understand like why any of this is happening. And they explained it, but I was kind of like, mm, maybe maybe I didn't want it explained. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, the twist kind of fell apart for me. But other than that, I really enjoyed like every moment of this movie, like every like fight scene that they're in, all the 
like the little smaller moments where like a character just gets to monologue and talk their shit. I thought it was dope. Like obviously we talked about Cherokee Bill, like his shit was all dope. The train robbery was dope. The bank robbery was dope. Like I just really enjoyed this movie. It's an A for me. There, the the problems that I do have this movie, and I, I'll tell you those first, and then I'll tell you what I like. The problems that I do have, because you touched on it, the twist didn't make sense. Like, just like, don't do that. You know, like yeah, they literally, they really didn't have to do that. They're just like, you're my brother. Like, it's like a Luke Darth Vader twist. All of a sudden, you're just, ah. <laughs> yeah, you just do that in a Bond movie too. Yeah. Like the same thing. <laughs> yeah, just recently. Um, but like, it doesn't. It I mean just make him bad because it, we've seen him kill innocent people. Like in cold blood, just shoot that guy for not paying taxes, which just <laughs> Idris is a Republican. And uh, <laughs> they, they, uh, he just, he's just make him a bad guy because he's this menacing presence the entire time just because of the way he looks and the gravel in his voice and just his characterization and who we know in the previous roles that Idris has played. He can be a good guy, but I was, I tweeted and Tej, I think you agree with, agreed with me. Make Idris a bad guy forever, forever. He's so good at it. And it's just... It, Stringer Bell's the greatest villain of all time, but I love making him a bad yeah. guy. You should already know this. Yeah, and I, so the twist didn't do it for me. I, I kind of audibly groaned when the twist happened for me. There was moment, and, and the other thing that I take points away from it, there was moments in this movie where you were talking about the monologues, Dex. I kind of got bored in those moments, like... I realize like the characterization comes in those moments, obviously. Um, and this is why you kind of root for these characters and stuff. But uh, I don't know. I just, I sometimes I was just kind of like, all right, let's let, let's just move this along just a little bit. And yeah, like Cherokee Bill so, giving oh, the train, like the that was fine bars? because no, that was Man, fine because so many bars. It was like Bane vibes. I love it. <laughs> that was fine because then you don't see like Cherokee Bill for like 45 minutes. But, but then, but, so, oh, but then the interplay all- between like between uh, Jonathan Majors and Zazie, like he has like eighteen monologues where he goes back and forth, and yeah, he's the main character. But I was just kind of like, all right, let's cut like one or two of these, maybe, <laughs> like one or I two. Have a problem with any of them? I love them. So all three of you are saying though that you you're not liking the the reason that there was revenge needed in the first place. I like the reason we had a reason. He just killed his parents. Just make him an evil person. Yeah, that's I didn't think we had to do the extra part at the end. We already have a reason from the first scene. So I already know. Oh, we kill him when we see him. I didn't need I didn't need any more. I just needed to kill him. As far as a reason for Idris Elba to be like the evil guy that he was like, I don't I just wish they would have done something else. I didn't like make him from a gang that went bad you know what i mean like the guy got out and got straight like you don't have to make him his brother like i'm your brother i wanted you to come back to me like that's why i put that scar on your head i think think though and i understand what you all are saying but in a sense if you if you look at it and you look at the thing that there was supposed to be good and evil right Mm -hmm. but in a sense was jonathan's character was not really quote unquote good if he was out just killing and doing the same thing that's what no i mean he's a, he's a he's a he's a wanted Rufus, he's a wanted yeah. man and so for killing uh quote unquote evil people and i will say right. and i will say we didn't get enough of that we got that one scene that was fire in the very beginning 
where the guy walks into the church and it's like Kill Bill right. vibes, you know, right. like That's obvious Kill no. Bill. Very Kill mm-hmm. Bill. That was, that Very, was literally Kill Bill. That was yeah. Quentin Tarantino all the way. Yeah, and he kills that guy. And that was sick. Like the, the show down there, that was awesome. But we don't really get enough of that. Then he just goes there to immediately to like a bar and he's just kind of like laughing, ha ha, trying to, trying to get Zazie Beats to marry him and stuff. So that's how I, westerns work uh, yeah everybody's but, an outlaw but like they, 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 give you enough, so they matter they give you enough of jonathan majors being a good guy because like they robbed the bank and he like refuses to kill anybody like you know he doesn't want to really want to do that whatever whatever like he robs the he's basically omar like like he robs the the bank robbers and all this other shit but yeah i, I just didn't need idris elba's reason for being evil that like my dad beat me and then left and had another family. That's okay. the thing with like old westerns that like are just that are still great oh, to me. Like your dad, everything goes back to your dad. In the no, no, well, uh, no, that. But like sometimes in old westerns and like the bad guy is just a bad guy. He's just he just has yeah. been robbing and killing. Yeah, he <laughs> he's been robbing and killing and raping and murdering for for thirty years and we haven't stopped him. And he's only thirty six. It's just like that's the whole thing with these old timey John Wayne, Jimmy Stewart westerns, and I just think sometimes you just don't need that characterization. I I could see where it could work a little bit, but also I wasn't I wasn't that taken by it. And then he ends up. What I did like though about that scene, and I'll get into what I like. He just ends up killing him anyway. Thank God. I was kind of just like, <laughs> I was kind of like, yeah, you got to get it like Dex says and Tisa, you got to get it back in blood. Like, yeah, you got to get it back. I don't in care. Blood, like, you could be lying. We started, this, we started this journey. We have to get it back in blood. I've been on this journey the whole time. Like, we have to get it. And, but that, and that's what, what Idris Rufus wanted in the first place, though. He wanted to take away his brother's innocence and make him into what he himself was. So yeah, I, that's I how most I of that see stuff it. Is doing the sequel, I think a lot of that is doing sequel work that we are unaware of because it was clear from the ending, at least to me, from the ending of this movie, that there's definitely going to be a sequel to this movie. And if it's doing as yeah, well as they and think, like for me, happen. Jonathan Majors hasn't become like him though. Like, <laughs> like the problem, the problem isn't that you kill people; it's that you like just kill people for no reason and you like take over towns and shit. Like and Jonathan Majors isn't doing that, so he's not like you at all. Like I don't. I don't know. That just didn't work for me. You killed. You killed. You take away. He took away a, a, a child's innocence. You understand? Took away his family. Took away, and he yes. killed. That's he basically killed. because at when when Idris saw his Rufus, let's go Rufus saw tells the story of his father and how his father killed his mother. That's taking away your innocence as a child, seeing that death and and that violence so young, and that's what he wanted to do the hatred i guess was in him so much that 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 other child or other boy was was there and going to live this and he wanted to take that away from him so he saw his mother killed as well so that's i'm thinking that's why he killed his mother i saw my mom killed you and you're going to become what i've become and he did because at in in the end it roof idris could have killed jonathan majors if he wanted to but he's like no you're gonna i would have liked to i would have liked to have seen it yeah, he's like, no, you're gonna kill me because this is what you are, and in the end, he did kill him. I, I feel you on that, but also, like, as one of the great philosophers once said, "Niggas die every day, b." Like, <laughs> this is the wild west. Like, everybody's seeing death all the time. 
Plus, I'm pretty sure Nat Love is invincible. I'm pretty sure we did, like it hasn't been confirmed, but I think that Nat Love is invincible, like John Wick. And I hope yeah. that he is. You yeah. talking about like taking away innocence and all this? Like, yo, people get shot every day. It's the Wild West right. in a movie. Like, right. And like... in the end, but they're both, but they both become outlaws. They're both outlaws. Well, well, Idris is dead. Roof is dead. But what's his name is still an outlaw. Is an outlaw. He killed people. He's an outlaw. He's out. Regardless of, I'm here to he kill you people. with the law. Like I brought right. the law. No, no, with I'm yeah. just saying the, right. the law. The law well, yeah, that is true. Well, that one lawman <laughs> in that one in the one quote unquote black nah, town. Nah, man. Apparently, he is the law. <laughs> Delroy Lindo's swinging a big stick. Um, well, yeah. No, we go uh, go ahead, Lisa. And I'll I'll finish. No, no. Up but is Delroy gonna be able to swing that big stick in that white town from that bank that they robbed? I wouldn't fuck with him. <laughs> Shit. Um, <laughs> I bet you my body counts higher than yours. He said that would be a bad bet. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I do remember that line. The um, I want to know more about the devil that he's seen because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they kept coming up over and over. I need that in sequel. Uh, Jonathan Majors was is is who he is. He's pragmatic and and charismatic and in all the maddocks but like he is he is a star in the making he he along with uh yaya i think are gonna carry that this generation of actors going forward as well uh especially if he's getting marvel roles and everything i think he's funny and charming and good looking but like Mm -hmm. the accent that he was doing man i just couldn't like i didn't i he didn't I don't know if I he knew what he was it. doing. I don't know if he knew what he was doing. Like, I loved his accent. I loved it. Uh, I I just couldn't get behind it. It was just a little thing for me. I didn't like it. I like I like Lakeith's accent oh, me too. more. Um, Lakeith even doing an accent? That's just how he talks. I feel like. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Lakeith just talking like Lakeith. <laughs> yeah, probably. And then that's someone case, on but... Twitter said Lakeith always plays Lakeith in every movie, and I'm like, well, he does it damn well because he's yeah. very convincing. Yeah, I'm hive now. I, it took me a while. I tweeted about this earlier, but I'm finally on the Lakeith Stanfield hive. Like I, he's a I, weirdo in real life, but I don't care about any of that. Yeah, go follow uh, his Instagram. You'll see that. And you'll see he why he shaved his head too, because he was bald in this movie. Everybody was <laughs> freaking out. Let's not talk about him moaning in the chat rooms. Uh, oh, Wait, what? Is it, he, he was what? on Clubhouse in the moan room. He was in on Clubhouse mo- in the moan room. In yes, the moan room, yes, he was. Wow. <laughs> you are rich and famous, man. You are an Academy yeah. Award nominated person. Yeah, this was right around the time he got nominated for an Academy Award. So that just tells you that some people just, you know. On some other shit. Art about it. Uh, Don't even... (laughs) Awards. Um, No, so what I did like about this movie, because we've gotten uh, hate for shitting on movies, but the um, what I did love about this movie, uh, the Tarantino homages was, you know, whatever. It was still great. Like, I I love a big title card and uh, a sweeping landscape as much as the next guy. I mean, obviously, he, Tarantino, was paying homage to, like, several other directors uh john ford being the king of them back in the day but like you know it 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 really some of the comedy bits i wish there was more of them because they were so good i wish there was more like of that tarantino snap in there than than there was 
but the ones that were in there hit really, really well. I think the action was shot brilliantly. I think the camera work for a first time director was insane. Like the shot of, um, uh, the wire shot of it or of Rufus, uh, uh, why am I blanking on, uh, yeah, Idris, the, the wire shot of, of Idris, like he's staring out the window and it swoops behind him, comes out, oh, goes yeah. through the window and is down at Jonathan Majors, like at the very bottom or um, after they blow up the, the wagon and stuff in the very final fight scene. I thought that was great. I thought all of the cast were pitch perfect. Um, and and what I do like about the story, though, to, to kind of wrap up is that... Um, taking i love i'm a sucker for for alternate history stuff so taking all of these people that may or may not have ever interacted with each other who were they say it at the very beginning of the film in the title card these were real people which most of the i looked it up most of the main characters or the characters that were in the game or in the game in the gang were real western black mm-hmm. cowboys and uh outlaws and things like that mm-hmm. um and and i'm a sucker for that man like nat love was like a he wasn't like a gunslinger he was like a literal cowboy so mm-hmm. uh so putting him in this is is awesome i like i said i think um delroy lindo's character needs his own movie because if you go look up his story Definitely. on it on his own it just needs its own character it's so cool um also has one of the best mustaches I've ever seen. So go look up that character. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I thought all that to say, this is a B plus for me, uh, a little too long. The twist didn't do it for me. I would definitely watch another one of these. Mm-hmm. And I love the representation going forward. So um, anything else? Uh, what else do y'all want to talk about as far as, as this go? TJ, I know you got some stuff on your mind. I want to talk about how incredible the opening of Dion Cole's entrance of this movie was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was another thing. That's what I was going to say. Dion Cole was in a different movie. When De- <laughs> Dion Cole was in a 1950s Western and going for it. He was in a John Wayne Western and just, you ain't never seen the likes of me around me. And he was just, he was great. But he, he was, was in a different so movie. Over the top. I loved it. When he, he opened on him and he's just like, Rufus Buck. Yeah. You got till I finish my stick. I was just like, oh my God, the uncle's playing it straight. And then like he's he's talking to himself. And he says, and knock on the door. He says, Rufus Buck wants to see you outside. He said, Tell that man that I got nothing to say to him. <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, okay, he's being funny, but then actually he ends up kind of being a serious character anyway. I just like the way they kind of play with that. Like you see a comedian on screen, you probably think he's going to be funny for a second. We're, you know, we're going to show you that maybe he can be funny, but actually he's playing a straight-laced character. I, I love that. I, I thought that was so cool and so aware of like what happens when you present someone on the screen. You know that we're going to have snapshot judgments. I've never seen Dion Cole in a serious movie. That doesn't mean he has never done them, uh, but I know him from Blackish. He makes people laugh. So Old Spice you know, commercials. Him, yeah, like so seeing a comedian pop on screen who's playing it straight lace and then going to joke, but then actually is straight lace. I thought that was just like some cool mover making nerd stuff that only movie people who really like movies would like that. I, I loved it. Was Damon was Wayne or was Damon Wayne's too, right? Oh yes. Yep. Yeah. Damon Wayne's junior. Exactly. Um, yeah. 
TG done? I didn't want to interrupt. Right, sorry. No, 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 no. no. I, 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 I guess I appreciate this film because, um, like you've said, there's been references to Tarantino, right? Um, I'm glad that James Samuel got to make this this film, and I hope he continues because I would like to see at one point in time us referencing movies and saying, "Oh, this is inspired by this black filmmaker." Mm-hmm. You know, instead of we're repeatedly saying, you know, white filmmakers. You know, so it, it's really great that that this this was made. Um, also, that there was some for me, some new faces on, on here that I, that I got to see. So Same. let's, uh, Beckworth's character, RJ, RJ Seiler, RJ Seiler, I believe. So Beckworth, the little talker that, that talked he too much, great. the fast shooter, you know, man, his, his death his, was telegraphed from the very beginning listen, and it was listen. so good. It was so good though, too. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, you were waiting, you were waiting for him and, and, um, Cherokee Bill to meet up. That was, I mean, that was an anticipation for me. In this what did Delroy Lindo said? Oh, you're going to die. Like, yeah, he was just yeah, like, exactly. I he think you're going to die. No, yeah. Shiny shit gets shot. <laughs> but, <laughs> to give opportunity, like I said, to, there were so many characters in this movie, but but the director did a beautiful job of letting each person shine, you oh, know, I to where you you, re- you remembered and you're like, man, I hope I see this person in future movies, even the smallest, even if you thought it was the smallest character. Um, Danielle is Deadweiler. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing her last name right. Who played Coffee? Kathy. Oh yeah, she was great. We we she forgot was, to mention her. She was she was fantastic. She was really really good, and she she was like just like this. Um, she played this character that was just really yearning to be to be a part and to prove herself, and and just seriousness. And then you come with this little bank robbery part with her and and um and that, and you know she puts a little comedy in there, her wearing this dress and and sort. So you you got to actually see her play two different type of characters in in one film in such a short time. And she so I hope to see. I had never seen her before. I don't know what she, if she, what Neither. she's been on, but I hope to see her in future roles as well. So that's what I think that um, this movie was was good because, like I said, it gave you. Of course, we knew that that we knew Idris and Jonathan and Regina were going to come out, you know, they were great, you know, they're just, and, um, you know, Lakeith, but these other characters just, just shined when they came on. And, and I think that that's what the director, the writer did really, really well with this movie. Can we hang out on Jim, the quick draw for just a second and his death? Cause that shit was fucking amazing. That felt <laughs> like, that felt like Game of Thrones when you watch <laughs> Oberyn Martell like finally get to fight the mountain and he's like, I'm going to get my revenge. I'm going to stun on this bitch. You can't handle me. Like, this is my fucking time. It crushes his skull. <laughs> it crushes his skull. This kid gets shot in the face and you're like, you fucking idiot. You had him. You were going to cook this man. Like, you we were saw going Oberyn to cook talking hot shit for four episodes. And he's like, finally, he gets to finally have his moment. And then they and robbed us of it. <laughs> The, I thought uh, that shit was so fucking cool. Like that scene the <laughs> night before where they're like, "It's like a like, man oh. hyping a woman up," and you're like, "Oh man, I'm about to get some good," and then it's disappointing. <laughs> this is a family <laughs> podcast, man. Please. <laughs> oh my bad, my bad. I keep forgetting, y'all. I'm that, sorry. That night but before... I needed to let I needed to let the women that are watching understand where we're coming from. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> 
I wouldn't know anything about that. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, all the women who are not blocked by Idris Elba need to understand. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have told us that. That's going to be there for the rest of the podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, that I, scene I really... the night before where he's like, I've been working on that standoff all night. Like, what the sure. fuck you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you guys go walk away from me. Parts of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of saw him being like i i knew he was going to die but i love the i love the just the the briefness of it where lakeith is like oh lakeith is actually like a bad person like he's like just a bad guy <laughs> because he comes off in the very beginning he's like i don't want to kill anybody you know what i mean i won't like obviously like he slits that guy's like leg or whatever and like bleeds him out or whatever but he's like he he's really like a psychopath and that's where you really see it for the first time. He's like, just kept talking, man. And we're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, you really, like, you meet Lakeith Stanfield and you're like, oh, he seems like a, like a bad guy with a coat. He's like, oh, I'm not a violent person. But, you know, you're with some very violent people. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, let's all just just walk through this train and go Very home. violent individuals. Yeah. And he's then a charismatic He's You a find out he's shooting people in the back. Like, yes. Charismatic yeah. psychopath at its best. I, I really like what Lisa just said what said about giving everybody their moments, but it's like even within, I think she meant more about the actors and actresses, but even within the actual framework of the movie, this is how Western just supposed to work. It's like wrestling. You have to build up this guy to make me more anticipatory of the showdown with our good guy. You've built up our good guy in this scene. We've seen him kill the scorpion. Now we know our good guy's a badass. Okay, cool. We'll come back to our good guy. Now let's go hang out with, with Lakeith and oh my God, now these people are fucking badasses. <laughs> and now they get Idris Elba. These people are really badass. Now we got to see these people go up against our good guys and you're already in. You've already established the, these are not just faceless henchmen. Like these are people that we've seen on their own of like, wow, these people took down this train and they barely like moved a muscle. They, they also the give train. you a, they also give them like a redeemable moment because they get a contract to basically kill the the general because he was a war criminal. Yeah. So like, it's kind of an interesting sort of twist that they put on that as well too. Yeah, they don't just right. make them big bad evil people. It's just like these people have a purpose and calling too, and they're marching towards some goal as well. I didn't necessarily love the what they're doing with the deadwood stuff, where they're just like, this is how we're we gonna. This deadwood is for us, and I, I could have done without that part, but it led to an awesome scene where Idris just killed somebody. And asked him his name before and then said, Rest in peace, James, which was incredible. This content. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like them having the like bigger mission or whatever, because I feel like we didn't spend enough time actually like seeing any of that. And we also didn't need it. Like them being like, Oh, we get to, we had a contract to kill the, the soldiers or whatever, because they were corrupt. I was like, Okay, whatever. And then they're like, Oh, we're going to make this like black utopia in the middle of like, Texas, like for for just us, we're gonna run a beautiful town. Regina King is like all in on this. Like there ain't water for thirty eight miles, but we're gonna make a YouTube utopia. I'm like, I don't, I don't need this. Like, and also, it just never comes up again. It just all but just is just killing people. Yeah, and so he's like, still bad. Like he's still just a bad guy. And yeah, it sounds like he always just wanted for Nat Love to kill him anyway. So he wasn't really like invested in this utopia anyway, because. He was waiting on that love to come back and kill him. <laughs> a, a, a depressed Rufus Buck. What's even the point? <laughs> like, I literally, I don't, I need to about that scene, though. I will say the, the train scene, 
they do somebody put on twitter a uh, person of color put on twitter that um this is the way that you do this movie he's like look tarantino this is the way that you do a black western without having to say the n-word a thousand times oh, and yeah. and they do it a little bit at the very beginning of that train scene where he's like what are y'all doing out and oh, they yeah. shoot him <laughs> yeah, i thought that was, that was pretty good <laughs> yeah that was the- <laughs> ain't no nika poop yeah <laughs> but also i was like uh my guy conducting the train like you, you just know, run over it you know you're transporting a criminal and like these people are coming to get him run her over what's the worst that could happen <laughs> nobody's <laughs> You thought she was gonna get out, her. You thought she, she was standing on this train track her. and she was like gonna get out and be like, hey, what are you doing? And she was gonna be like, Oh, you right. Like, <laughs> like no, get the fuck run her over. <laughs> a horse to a steam engine is basically like a butterfly to a windshield. Like that <laughs> that's going that's going off. Now everybody gotta die because you wanted to. So you wanted to you wanted to say the n word to somebody. <laughs> no, I I really like that I really like that scene, but mostly before uh, Lakeith's thing. The the I will say the the other scene besides the final shootout, which goes on for a good while, like thirty minutes, um, which I love. Like if you're gonna do a shootout, like just do it. You know what I mean? Like I love yes. a good I love a good shootout, but. Um, the one scene that I really, really loved, and I texted y'all about it, and it's so funny. The 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 white bank robbery scene. Yeah. And in the whole town's <laughs> painted white, and everybody in it's white. <laughs> and it's just, it's so on the nose, like, and you get what he was doing, but it was just, it was so on the nose and funny. But the the one that I laughed out loud at, where they he pulls uh Nat Love pulls the gun on him and he's he goes, What's up, blue eyes? He's like, Your ass is he goes, he goes, he goes, Your ass is shaking. You'll miss. I won't. That was oh, it was impeccable writing and impeccable performance from from him. And it was just like, your ass is shaking. You'll miss. I won't. That's so good. It's so good. Also such a great line. These white people have the worst awareness of all time. Like, did you yeah. think these black people just came in here and everything was going to be sweet? Like, <laughs> you think she didn't know that she can't, like, she doesn't have an account here? She can't, like, make a withdrawal from an account she doesn't have? Did you think that she actually thought that she could get money from the bank without having an account? You, you ain't seen black people in this town in seven years. You thought these two people were, like, <laughs> pulled up and, like, thought they could just make a withdrawal and that was going to be cool? Like, come on, bro. It's just and, a really good, it, it's a really good use of, like, Obviously, they walk in, and before the, they know that they're being robbed, everyone's just looking at them, like completely, just like looking at them, like oh, there are niggas in this bank. Like, what is happening? <laughs> Why are there niggas in my bank? So, I've never it, seen a nigga on a really horse. I've never seen a nigga. This- <laughs> I've never seen a nigga on a horse. <laughs> I also thought this movie was like beautiful, like the the oh, yeah. way that it was shot. There are some incredible shots, especially in that last uh, kind of the way they set up the last fight scene where. Uh, Nat rides into town and Idris is up in the tower of the Yeah, that's building. what I said. Like the current the wire shot that goes oh through the my window. God, man. There were um, there were some great shots. And it's like this guy's directing his first film. It's it's insane to get some of those shots he got were just amazing. It is it's funny because he, Idris Elba is walking through and he looks like just the tallest human being of all time. Like yeah, all going like, slow motion. Shot behind him. <laughs> I will say, I mean, some of the set pieces like some of the sets look like they were built in a 1950s like 
like back Hollywood backlot or whatever, when, when they would do these, these Westerns. And I think that's on purpose a little bit. Yes. They look like that it was on purpose. Okay, good. Because it looks like just basically like the front of buildings, you know, like it doesn't look like a, like a worn sort of thing. It's like a, it's like a wood face on like a metal building in the back. You know what I mean? So (laughs) I, I really enjoy that actually kind of looking at it where it's just like, Oh, this is all fake. This isn't like a real, this is all for show. But yeah, there was, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm done. No, no, I agree. And and I can't, I read somewhere and I'm, I'm trying to find it, but I don't know what it was. There was a pic in the last scene with um, Idris and Jonathan when they're talking and he's telling them the story about their dad, there, where Idris was sitting with his drink. There's a picture in the background and I forgot what the, what James director said. It was a picture of his grandfather or hmm. something of that nature. Oh, yeah, wow. there's, there's little... It, I can't, it was something it was the significance with that picture so if one of you can find it but there there was a lot of little little on purpose things that that they did with the with the set design that, that exactly touched on what you said it was a reminder or an homage to like the old westerns um they he wanted it to look almost as if you knew it was like a staged you know set yeah yeah um yeah. So I, I did read that, but there was something about that picture. So if one of you finds it, you know, let me know what it was, but I, I forgot exactly what it read. But I wanted to see what you all thought of the um, the fight scene between- The two women? The women. I I, I didn't well, like it. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it was good, but you I- You said that with a little too much I lust, know, right, though, too much. I think it went a little I, I it was too time. much. I would have liked to seen. A, a more of a gun fight between or a knife or something more like that instead of hands between these see, two women you could see the, yeah. the tension building up and and i want you know more weaponry with women you know I mean, they that's people are alive though that's why they that's uh, yeah why no they i know that part i do know that part but you know that could be a little more stabbing or something you know i i wanted more they were beating um, the hell out of each other, man. I know. I, I did like that. I mean, I did. I just think it went a little too long. And then there was another scene that I, I really didn't care no, for. Such thing as a it, fight scene that goes for too long. Just well, to, to, I will say this, to, to agree with your point, to just take the two women, and obviously yeah. they got beef with each other. So, like, right. like, that's been the whole thing brewing. But to take right. the two women and just completely separate them from the rest from of what's the going, rest of the gun fight. Of what's going yes. on. Like, yes. all right, you know, like, they could have been involved, I guess. I agree. Yes. They no, were involved no, a agree. little bit, but it's like she can't die. Like that's the whole thing. We gotta have a reason that she is not dying no. while everyone else is dying in this. Fight. I agree. I just wanted them to be more part. Of course, it, the tension was like you said, it was being built up between those two, and there was a great fight and so forth. But I did want them to be more involved with the whole action that was going on instead of them being separated. And I understand, you know, she had to live, but they still could have for me, that was just just for me, for me. And then the other, there was one scene that I, again, it goes back to Dex, what you were saying with the whole Idris character and him wanted to create this little town utopia and we're going to be the saviors and so forth. Trudy comes out and makes a speech as well to the, to the people. And it just seemed, that part seemed really off and a little fake to me. I, it just didn't, didn't mesh. I, I could have done, could have done without that because you're right. It just kind of left it like, what what happened with this this part I haven't, of the story? I haven't seen a movie in a while where Regina King was sort of outshined by a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> like, I mean, 
in a while. <laughs> I think I think Lakeith she outside outside in this movie mm-hmm. to me. I think Lakeith that I, I thought she did good. I'm not saying she didn't do great, but I'm just saying she like wasn't when I walk away from this film, I don't like I'm not thinking like uh, the Regina King's performance. I, yeah, I was thinking about the lead, and I was thinking about the Keith. That's what those are the two people I was thinking about. But yeah, like back to the to the women's fight scene, I will say it did feel a little bit like watching a WWE match. It was like yeah, like <laughs> WWE like women's hardcore fight or whatever. Like they are like just like throwing weapons at each other. Room. Yeah, like oh shit, there's a pitchfork. Let's fight with that. Oh shit, there's like a wooden beam. Let's fight with that. They, and they so like this like. I don't know what it was like this like vat of like red goo or whatever and i was like are they gonna wrestle on this shit like it felt like that's, <laughs> i'm it felt glad like they watching, didn't it felt like watching like an early 2000s like wwe wwe divas fight where it's like they're gonna wrestle in jello now yeah i was like, gonna oh, mud okay. mash yeah like, <laughs> well, like, been so pissed. <laughs> i'm um, so glad they didn't do that but. i will say the one title card i was talking about title cards the one that i liked it was at maysville it's a white town it's, white it's town. all it's all white <laughs> yeah um like uh, the one thing i just some bits that i took away from this they could have killed more people with that dynamite they didn't just have to blow up the money <laughs> but that dude was like right arm falling like next yeah. to the- <laughs> he's like i'll bet my right arm i was like that's amazing that is so good i loved it i missed movie. that actually yeah that's really good the uh, so this movie did- is also amazing amazing yeah yeah so <laughs> i know tease you and i both hated jojo rabbit so or did you hate Jojo yes. Rabbit? Yes. Ugh, yeah. Why? What is well, wrong with I'm gonna tell you why. I'm about to tell you. Incredibly bad The, cinema, the cinematographer for that in, movie in the was podcast. the cinematographer for this movie. In the podcast. <laughs> Stream my cinemat- Jojo Rabbit episode so that y'all. Can I'm about hear to tell you no. Good educated, about educated, and educated in good opinions about this. No, no, I was just letting you all know that the cinematographer for Jojo Rabbit was the cinematographer for this film. I can see that. Uh, this may catch like a cinematography nod, like along with probably like the power of the dog and the other like westerns and stuff like Dune was probably going to win. But um, yeah, I uh, <laughs> the white gang showing up in the middle of that of that fight was kind of like <laughs> unnecessary, but whatever. Just kill more people, you know. Yeah, so, more whatever. People to kill. I was into it. I was like, sure, whatever, fine. These guys are here. Let's kill. Like them. having Delroy Lindo and him like back to back, like lethal weapon stuff, like going at it was really really cool i didn't like that he didn't show up till halfway like he blew up the dynamite and then of course they like cut intercut between all these scenes but he then he doesn't show up to like 10 minutes into that fight scene i was like man just have him out here the entire time shooting people (laughs) like i love oh delroy was so good in this movie man he's good in everything yeah yeah the only (laughs) thing i didn't like about the final fight scene was that like once the rest of the the Crimson Hood gang or whatever they call it shows up, they like just start shooting and miss every single fucking body. And, yeah. then, <laughs> and then Jonathan Majors, who has been shot at this point, is like, "All right, fuck it, power up! Like we're going out here." Like he smoked a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. He was... he reloaded like in Red Dead. Like he was just like, <laughs> "I ate a can of beans." Do you remember that old Call of Duty game where like you could set up? different kill streaks and one of them was like the specialist kill streaks where you would like unlock every single perk like after you like got a certain level of kill streak <laughs> mm. so you just be like a superhuman basically just running through like cod maps that's what it was like that when was. jonathan majors like got shot and then came back 
Like, dude didn't miss. Dude didn't miss a single shot. He was like taking other people's guns off of them so he could shoot some more. Like just killing everybody, shooting their horses, like just all this other shit. I was like, okay, we we didn't have to do this. He didn't have to become a superhuman. Like in I, I wrote down the white gang showed up just to get worked. <laughs> like, just like, oh, uh, real sad performance from us in that. I just gotta say, <laughs> terrible performance. When I'm uh, so sad. Yeah. Hey, the Mexicans didn't even make it, did we? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, no, was the, was the scorpion, not was the scorpion Mexican? <laughs> yeah, he went outside. He did what I was saying. I mean, he went out pretty. Oh yeah, sad. that's right. He went out uh, sad. Well, he went out I will. In a church. Dion Cole's death. It was hilarious to me because he just put his gun down <laughs> only to get blown up. Like, <laughs> what an idiot! Just shoot him. This dude thought he thought he was going to be able to shoot the farewell with Idris at some point. Like he came out swinging, like when they first like met back up mm-hmm. and got his ass beat with a pistol butt, like got his teeth knocked out. He that thought was, was my favorite to, scene. He thought he was going to get to shoot the farewell one at the end of the movie and got blown up. Like bro, just shoot. Like don't, don't do this no more. No fair fights. No more that, fair fights. No more fair fights. That was my favorite scene when he got his ass whooped by um. By Idris, I, I like the violence. I like the. So you like when Idris is being violent. Towards I other, love when other... Idris is being violent. Oh uh, my god! Yeah, right. That's why he blocked you. This is why he blocked you. <laughs> so you this make lady... him feel like a bad person. That's. What... Oh my god! Um, I knew that the picket character, the sniper character, was going to die as soon as he had his back turned to an open uh, corridor. Yeah. yeah. Like that was that was that was like all old western shit. Like, oh, the coin stopped the yeah. bullet or whatever. That that was telegraphed. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, you knew. Yeah, I did like Kathy killing him and being like, uh, "Jim was definitely faster." Like you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that that she she made it through it all and um, becoming Delroy's little sidekick, I guess, for the upcoming sequel, hopefully. But uh, I, also I that scene where she like takes off her pants and Jim is like, oh shit, thank God. Like I thought I was falling in love with you. They go, he goes, hey, I'm not the only one. He's like, you literally were the only one. Close <laughs> shame. <laughs> I was like, like, yeah, they called her a young man, like in the like beginning of the movie. And I was like, uh, do are are we not supposed to know that this is a woman or like what's going on? <laughs> but I appreciate that they like brought it back <laughs> towards the end. They were like, we, okay, yeah. We like the Zazie Beats character. Do we like her storyline where she just like goes to get sacrificed for no reason when she didn't have no, to? No, it was, was horrible. Yeah, that was it bad. was really dumb. Okay, let me come because I I thought the women were gonna the two women that were in this damn movie. I thought they were both gonna be badass. Okay. And no, 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 no. Zazie, no, her character, like I said, when, when she went, she's like, I'm going to go to the town and see what's up. And she goes there and then just gets her ass whooped. And I'm just like, to get this. hit in the face with the butt of a gun. It? I'm like, what the, what's up? Come on. She just stands there. And when Idris tells her something, she does this swallow, like, I'm scared. And I'm like, Bitch, are you really scared? What was she supposed to do? She was outnumbered like a hundred. Don't go to the town. Dude, yeah, that's what I'm why? saying. Like, how did, why, if, why did, did she go to the town? Go? She knew she was going to be outnumbered, Tej. She knew she's like, well, okay. I'm going to go to the town to see what's up. Okay, well, you're I the only agree. one going. I and then agree. you're going to lie? Talking about, oh, well, I'm not with him no more. You know, what's up with you? 
basically is what you're saying. Yeah, That's you like me. It. You know, come on. I'm like, what you gonna? I you really agree that it was a bad plan, but once she's there and the and the subterfuge is not working, she's out of options. She can't be. No, fighting. man, it's like, some small what? ass towns. I know what's going on with you. I know you've been you still with that man. Okay, don't come over here lying to me. We might not have. Yeah, Twitter, that was not a good plan. Like, you walked in a very bad plan. You walked in nothing. assuming that they knew who you were. Like, what? Right. Why did you? Well, I just said she, she got there and at her first interaction was with Trudy. And they had this, what's up, bitch, what's up? You know, like, and then, you know, I'm like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. And then she goes in and she becomes weak. What? No, I was upset. I was really It was a really bad part. plan. Well, it just be an idiot to think that you're weak. here for business. It was weak. I was upset. They, Man, their character is, was weak. This is just I the... Uh, she beat the hell is... out of Regina King. I don't know about that. She beat the okay, hell out no, of but, Regina but King. Okay, no, but I need you to beat the... I need you to do some shooting, fight a man. Stab him uh, a little, you man, know, a little this, something, something. I, I mean, she yeah. hit the hell out of Jonathan Majors. Like this I mean, just this just confirms this just confirms that women just don't be listening to men. They don't <laughs> oh listen to her. Oh my fucking god! He said would be happening if it wasn't too. He said don't go. Place. He said don't go down there, and she was like, "I'm gonna go down there." Okay, like, let me never y'all, see y'all it coming. know if y'all tell a woman to don't do something, she'll do it. Why even say that? Come on, come on. They will never okay, suspect if you, if a thing. If your woman has a very bad plan that's likely to get her killed, you have to tell her, hey, ma'am, this is an extremely bad plan. You're going to die. Just okay, don't go. You know, but you know whose fault it was? It was Jonathan's fault because he walked up into her damn saloon. He didn't have didn't to, have to follow him. He, he was just trying to get a dick wet. That's all. Like, <laughs> I ain't asked you to come be a spy. I told you to stay here. I was gonna do this on my own. I even tell y'all. But he okay, couldn't but, do it on his own. He could not. But do it Jonathan on his was own. stupid for trying the cop thing. Nobody's gonna go for this stupid cop thing that they had. Even yeah. watching it, I was like, this doesn't make sense. Why is this happening so fast? The cop thing didn't make any sense. Nobody's gonna fall for that. That's where I got lost because I missed that part. Like, why did they just walk into the town after her too? because they had Delroy Lindo's character, but then they just... I, I didn't understand why he volunteered himself, I guess, like, as oh, payment. Oh, yeah. messed up. I, just, yeah. I was just kind of like, it went over my head. I was like, what that happened? That fake arrest thing was stupid. Uh, they had to do that whole damsel in distress bullshit. I definitely saw them, like, go back into the town, and I was like, did, what did, did y'all think y'all weren't going to fight right now? Like, why did y'all... <laughs> <laughs> What did you think was going to happen? Why did y'all come here? Like you this? thought that we, y'all was just coming here. We're going to give you Zazzy back and everything will be good. Good night. You're just going to ask nicely and we're just going to be like, okay. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see you next time. No, <laughs> come on. <laughs> but yeah, that part. All right, that setting sense. up that setting up the bank robbery scene is well worth it. But like that whole in-between there, I was kind of like, all right, let's, let's move it along a yeah. little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, I didn't like the whole her just walking down there and being like, I would like to make you an offer just to get hit by the butt of a gun and like thrown in jail. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah like, idiot. <laughs> come on. It was like, again, I was just so upset. I'm like, okay, you're going to come down there all badass, talk your little shit when you first get off your horse and then go in there and be like, oh, so what's up? I ain't with my man no more. Come on. Also, I will say I'm firmly on the I don't care that she doesn't take baths uh, side. Oh. It's fine. Of course, you I, mean, I, care. I would rather her take baths, but I mean, that's not gonna, it's not, not I gonna still need it. 
That's still Nissan. Okay, let's let's not let me not bring y'all back to that tweet that one guy about the maggot. Uh, uh. Oh, all right, this is a family podcast. We're not doing. This. Um, <laughs> all right, anything else before we get to our best uh, shooters draft? Would you like I'm to see a sequel? How would yeah. you, oh, I'm definitely in for the sequel. Sign yeah. me up. I'll watch it if they make it. How'd y'all feel about the soundtrack? There were points of it where I was like, okay, this is this is like unintentionally funny. I feel like like the train robbery where they're playing what? like that remix. They're playing like that remix of the Shine song. I was like, I can't stop laughing at this. Like this shit will always be funny. Like this dude just yells, I, was like, I can't do this. Shit. When you text that, I forgot what you were talking about. But now I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you literally like, texted wait, the group what? message like, <laughs> like, what is he saying? Oh man, that's funny. That shit will always be funny to be like, I and there were points of this movie where I was like, oh. A Jay-Z song in the black movie. How, who could have thought? Like, mm, wow, amazing. When they were shooting guns, they might as well have been like, X gonna give it to you. Like, they just, like... <laughs> I understand Jay-Z was an executive producer on the movie or whatever, but I was like, this just feels... I've had enough of the Jay-Z like black movie songs. We don't have to do this anymore. Like, we did it for Judas and the Black Messiah. We did it for... Like pretty much every like black movie made by a black director has a Jay Z song on the soundtrack. We don't need that anymore. That's fair. Um, I, mean, that's I didn't. Fair. I, it didn't take away from it. Some of it like was weirdly spaced. Like if you're gonna do the like, obviously you have to have a score. But like if you're gonna do the modern songs in a in a old setting, like do more of it. I feel yeah. like like they didn't do enough of it. Like they did like five or something. Like just continue to do it. You know what I mean? That's also straight from Tarantino who put contemporary songs into a Western as well. I mean, yeah. What's the one when he's fighting, when he's fighting at the very end, trying to get out of Candyland? Like yeah, they, put, they put a Rick Ross song yeah, in, a, in yeah. a black movie about slavery. So, it was dope. I mean, they had the Tupac, James Brown mashup. That Tupac. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. the one that I love. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I didn't need that. And then the other thing that I want to mention that we haven't mentioned on the podcast yet the director of this movie is Seal's brother, like the singer. Wait, what? I did, so <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know that. How old brother. is this guy? <laughs> what? I, what? His age is on his Wikipedia page, but yeah, he steals brother. I hate that. That explains the music part so much. That explains so much about the music part. Yeah, apparently he's a producer, like a music producer. Yeah, he did the music on The Great Gatsby, actually, which is actually really interesting. fucking correct. Well, this makes perfect sense now. Oh my god. I was like, what do you mean he was intimately involved with the score? I was then someone was like, Yeah, like I was like, wait, what? He's well you never you never see that though. You never see somebody going from the music department to being the director. You see somebody going from like uh, obviously like the next step up is like cinematographers go and like actors do it a lot because they like they've been directed their entire life. Writers sometimes do it because they've been working hand in hand, but like music department. You might Singer, as well tell me that writer, music producer. Yeah, you yep. might as well tell me that somebody was like, "Yeah, I made the costumes for this movie. I also directed it." Like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard people say like, you know, because he's a music producer and he worked on the music, like it feels really like synergistic with the movie and all that, and it does. But there were like just points of it where I was like, I would have chose something else there. Uh, soundtrack's not bad. Like, and there's actually some songs on it like that I just had heard like before I watched the movie, and I was like, these are pretty good songs. But yeah, there were some points where I was like, I would have, I would have shown something else here. I don't know. Like the most, the most, this feels about like when Tom Ford, the, the, 
the clothing designer was like, I'm going to direct movies. <laughs> that happened? Yeah, he did. Uh, he did that Nocturnal Animals movie with Jay Gyllenhaal. I had no right. idea that was it. That's Wait, right. Tom Ford is a movie director. Yeah. Yes. Like a acclaimed, like an acclaimed, acclaimed movie director. Like he's really good. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, you got it. No you got to put it together. Clue. They direct. They direct um, fashion shows and movement and lighting and sound. So when you, I mean, if you look at those really top fashion, like them super ones that they put all the backdrops together, movement, what to wear during, what what flows, what's going to flow on one person, then with the music, how fast and timely you're going to move, what you know. So I mean, if you kind of think sense. about it, it, makes a little sense. He's nominated for a BAFTA for uh, for Nocturnal Animals. Shout out to Tom Better never. Kanye West better never put out a directorial debut. I do not want to see it. I bet you that is his next journey. Keep mm-hmm. that shit to yourself. I do not want to watch the Kanye film. I feel like he's going. I feel like he's going to try it. Like he tried to make that video game about his mom or whatever, and we all what? just ignored it, and it never what? happened. You not remember that? No, <laughs> we all just ignored it. <laughs> Kanye West. That's the like, one thing we've ignored from Kanye, where it just didn't happen. Yeah, he's like, like was, yeah, I ignore that. Was, I guess the uh, president trying to make a bit. video game or whatever. I'm still we on this like, James no. Samuel being Seal's brother situation. This is <laughs> I'm over I, here looking up, looking it all up. First of all, like, first of all, I feel like Seal just appeared one day. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> all of our older black listeners, we love Seal's music from the '90s. We were there. We were outside. Hey, I was there. I'm old. Yeah, we understand. We were outside. Uh, he divorced that woman, so he's back in <laughs> <our> good graces. <laughs> the <laughs> best come back to the cookout. The <laughs> best thing with Seal is that he was in the pop star Never Stop Never Stopping movie and got eaten yes. by wolves. It was so fucking wolves. So and fucking it was funny. amazing. <laughs> I had Seal. They took Seal. <laughs> All right. Uh, do y'all want to do the best shooters draft? Let's do it. Okay, you're not Let's with get the it. Because this bitch is session hours. And the real ones on this podcast right now have to go watch the session. Oh, spare. Man, succession for me was spare an hour me. and a half ago. Spare me. <laughs> I'm actually missing hours. Insecure. All right. We're going to get to our best shooter draft right after this ad break from Apollo Houston. I think our little, the young. Oh. No, what? Uh, no, you're good. What yeah. were we talking about? Oh, no. We were just talking about movie. Well, he <laughs> told me a, another random tidbit. That Tom Ford is from Austin. Why is mm-hmm. he not helping the University of Texas football Hold program? Up. What what's happening, is, Tom Ford? No, Mr. Ford, no. please. <laughs> I am upset that I'm paying these high ass prices for some clothing from Austin, Texas. You need to keep paying those prices so that he can feed into the University of Texas football program. We can start cheating again. I Go gotta on, say, I, I I gotta imagine that Tom Ford doesn't give a fuck about Texas football. <laughs> Neither do well, I. Should. Wrap your home. Me and him have that in common. I, I he probably doesn't give a shit about Austin. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't either. He like moved. To <laughs> <Europe>. <laughs> he moved to Europe to like designing for Gucci. That's like how we started talking about House of Gucci. He Did you say House he was Gucci. in House of Gucci? Like yeah, he, not, he's actually in the movie. The character no, Tom, Tom Ford. Ford. Like, oh, yeah. got it, got it. That's how he like got huge. Was like they brought him on to design for Gucci when nobody else would design for them, and then like, got it. You know, Damn. obviously he became Tom Ford, but no, also Gucci was on fire. Go see that shit. Okay. The uh, the <laughs> Texas Longhorn football uniforms sponsored by Tom Ford. They're just all tight as shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Honestly, bro, that would save Texas football. If they got a Tom Ford deal and like was like giving out like NIL deals to recruits and shit. I'm like open can... to whatever solutions that we need to take. I just can't take much more of Texas football being what it is. I'm Come sorry. to Texas. You can model for Tom Ford. Like you will get all the <laughs> free Tom Ford shit. You know, there's a scenario where Texas football is last in the big 12 this year, right? I don't want to talk. Well, yes, but I've already put us last in my head. Cause we lost to the team. That probably is going to end up getting last anyway. So, Okay. Uh, right. fuck, te- fuck Texas football. I have no association with them. Thank you very much. All right. We are going to do best shooters draft. Best shooters draft. This is wide open uh, because none of us have seen it. Well, I mean, TJ and I have seen enough Westerns, but like uh, also best shooters draft. I'll just leave that to interpretation. What's our draft order, Dex? Oh, shit. We're going Lisa, TJ, Royden, Dex. Lisa Teej Royden Dex. It's a snake draft, four picks. Lisa, first pick. And we're leaving it best interpretation. So, Les, yeah. when I think of a shooter and I think of shooting and all that shit in movies, I'm thinking John Wick. Ooh, okay. is the shooter. I yeah. mean, come on. Like, man can take down hundreds of people without even taking a breath. You He's know, you kill a man's dog. Hey. Those movies had no right being those as good as they were. Zero right being as good as they were. And they made three of them, and they're all fire. They make ten more. I think, yeah, when I think a shooter, that's 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 where I'm at. So I'm there. That's me. Right. John Wick. Teach my first. We're my first choice. I'm choosing the greatest shooter of all time. Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> okay. All right. I respect it. <laughs> Oh man. Best part about that movie is when uh Denzel like throat punches a guy too. Like he does his <laughs> he does <laughs> he does his equalizer throat punch, but in that in that movie. <laughs> equalizer, also a great film that had no right to be as good as it is. Speaking of That's shooters. Facts. That's facts. Uh my first uh my first pick is um Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> I knew y'all were gonna go there. Incredible. Stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. That's all Agent Zero for more reasons than one. <laughs> I can't believe I get to make this pick at number four, but I'm going with Steph Curry, obviously. I knew y'all were gonna go fucking basketball. My <laughs> Uh, and then for my second pick, I'm a, a very a very loose interpretation of shooter just because like I mean field goals are involved. I'm taking Justin Tucker. <laughs> oh yeah, God. that's it. I mean, like literally the best, and he's like only like 33. What school did he go to? Hey, I I will always love Justin Tucker for what he did at Texas and for sending the Aggies on their way with the loss. That shit was an incredible weirdo too. Like just (laughs) like an all time, just like sings opera and shit. Like he's just, just a weird guy. He sent the Aggies home with a loss that they had to eat forever. Yeah. A literal decade. Yeah. I will never forget where I was watching that game because I, I used to root for Texas back in the day. You know, they had Vince Young. I was a child from Houston, like a black child from Houston. I have you know? never rooted for Texas in my life. <laughs> so, yeah, watching Justin Tucker send the Aggies, like, on their little merry way to the SEC with a loss, I'll love them forever. And then, like, taking the longest field goal in NFL history to send the Lions with a loss. 
God, holy hell. He <laughs> hit the shit out of that. <laughs> like a fucking 63-yard field goal or something stupid like that just to win the game. Uh, all the right. Detroit Lions lost ever. Shout out to Eric. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, long-time guest of the pod, Eric. <laughs> my, um, my next pick is uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Lethal with the sniper. Oh my god! A whole lot of whole lot of choppers on your ass. That TikTok is the greatest of all time. That was when I started to truly believe in the platform. I was like, "This is going places." This is it. That TikTok, if you ever is this TikTok thing is going places. (laughs) I mean, one for one, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I hate nah, TikTok, what, but that is the you, greatest TikTok of all time. That TikTok is literally incredible. He was like three for three or something like that. Like he, oh yeah, back. a couple yeah. times. <laughs> right his shit back. He's so good. They mark an X on the floor where he played. <laughs> they got museums. Immortalized. They got a museums to this guy. Jersey in the rafters. <laughs> Never oh, missed. No. <laughs> Sorry if this offends. Yeah, everyone oh from 1960 god. who's listening to this podcast, yeah. we're sorry for your loss. Oh my god, why am I here? My, for my <laughs> second pick, I'm picking my son, the greatest basketball player of all time, James Harden. Yeah, James Harden. You know but what? but but like he's not. He shot like 36. percent Hey, mind your business, bro. Hey. <laughs> hey, I mean, mind your business, James Harden, greatest. Be of all respectful. Time. Be respectful. <laughs> Lisa, you got two picks. Lisa, you got two picks. <laughs> okay, so when this thing was sent to me about shooters, I'm like, what are they going to be talking about? Are we talking movies, sports? And so when, I'm like, and I'm over here thinking, what are these guys going to pick? If they're going movies, I have to come up with a good-ass list because I know what they're going to take. So I, I, I'm sticking to the movie genre. And since we were talking westerns, I have to go with El Mariachi. Roberto Rodriguez is hey, El Mariachi. Salute to Mexico. So yeah, so only because when we were talking Westerns, you know, he uh he said his shit in Mexico instead of here, you know, and and it I, I was read that uh to to fund his first film, he he kind of gave his body up for medical science for seven thousand dollars for them to do testing on him what? <laughs> and he got seven thousand dollars yeah like to prod and poke him to do different types of medical experiments i thought so he, he was seven- in tarantino's like gang like i thought that's how no, he got he, he no that was his to, to make el mariachi the first one and i think and it's in the guinness um world record for making the a million dollars have it being the lowest budget film to make a million dollars. I need to and know more that. about this testing that he signed up for. Because like, <laughs> I don't know. Depending on what it is, seven thousand dollars. No, don't it. sign up. Like, <laughs> Dex, don't sign up. For this. this sounds crazy. Hey, I'm my like brother did that one time. And I don't want to tell you they had him collecting his poop. I don't know why. But Whoa! <laughs> to, to, for a thousand dollars of a movie. <laughs> Teach, you love cannot love talk love about you. You cannot talk love, about. And he agrees to a government experiment, and then all of a sudden it changes his DNA. I've seen this film before, bro. Teed, you, you cannot talk about DNA when you willingly gave your DNA to 23andMe to find out that you're <laughs> from Scotland. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and I'm Irish, but only partially. Yeah. 
Honestly, I might become Jason Bourne or some shit. Like, and, and get seven thousand dollars for my trouble. Like, and get seven thousand dollars. <laughs> Sign me up. Them collecting your shit is how you're activated. <laughs> Lisa, your yeah. second pick. So second pick. again, I'm gonna go again, sticking with the whole country western thing. I gotta go with Javier Bardem's character in No Country for Old Men. Oh, all-time shooter! Whatever yeah. the hell he was shooting, let me tell you, with that other air gun, haircut, a little airsoft the gun, the air gun, and his haircut. Okay, he his was hair. Put, he was putting up numbers. <laughs> Listen, I want that. I want that air gun. I need that. Like, I need that for some people in my life. You know? <laughs> but. Uh, Hopefully not. Man was dragging. Man was dragging around. Has a restraining order. Man was dragging around a (laughs) CO2 tank around, and everybody was like, "I can't get away." He was like Jason, like Freddie and Jason, like they couldn't (laughs) get away. Right? Michael Myers, yeah. Like, but yeah, the the whole the whole scene in that movie, call it, is like, what do I stand to win? You stand to lose everything. Call it. (laughs) <laughs> it's just all time and all time incredible character. What an incredible film that we need to talk about for this podcast. I think we eventually we got to do No Country for Well, oh, well let me know if y'all, so do, if y'all do that. I would so definitely uh, all right. have some things to say about that. I like those picks. Uh, Tej, next pick. I'm taking Leon the Professional. Leon Damn the it. Professional is an amazing film, and he is a shooter of all shooters. Uh, Leon the Professional is my. But he shoot and shot in that movie with the thirteen year old. Yeah, so also, bad. also probably uh, a pedophile. I tried I try not to remember that part of the film. It's the I whole movie. How you gonna forget a pedophile? I tried to delete that part from the otherwise. How are you gonna delete pedophilia, Tej? Can't separate from the artist, my guy. You gotta be canceled. I'm. You're canceled. You are canceled. No. I wish that they could have removed that part from the film and remastered it because it's really bad. But it is literally like they'd have to delete delete the whole film. The weird thing, the, the director of that movie, too, also being like involved in some weird shit, also with like younger women, is mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. that ending scene where he's like hanging from the doorway and stuff like that and shooting oh, Gary Oldman. That's it, fucking cinema history, man. That is hashtag real cinema right there, other than the pedophilia, which is not hashtag real a cinema. young Natalie Portman. That's that's crazy. Who later said she was sexualized? Who later said she film. was sexualized in that film, and she was, by the way. Ew. It's gross. But go ahead with your pick, Tej. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Um, my next pick is uh, Marvin Harrison. Cool. <laughs> is redacted. Familiar. Redacted. Uh, I've never heard of that person, but I, I don't right want to be on record as having supported any of this, any of speaking about this person. I no, the guy that played for the Colts, here. right? No, I've never I, heard of that. I guy. am unfamiliar. The only Colts receiver I know of, of is Reggie Wayne. Played um, with Reggie Wayne. Nope. No, don't remember him. I remember Wait, he was he was shot. Huh? Nope. I, Wait, I don't no. know anything about this. No, no. Marvin Harrison shot at an incident in Philadelphia we're, we're in 2014. Not, no, we we're don't not. we don't read that. We, I, that's uh, that's fake news. We don't know what that is. Yeah, I <laughs> no, no, thank you. We don't know anything. Okay, about so Marvin my Harrison. my next pick is redacted. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Voldemort. Voldemort. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. We, do not, right. we did not say that name in this household. Thank you. Uh, the one take podcast has never heard of that person, um, but I'm sure he's a we very nice man. Uh, yes. yeah. He runs many restaurants the right way. I'm certain of oh. it. I'm sure he gives back to his community. 
and yeah, I, I'm very happy for him if he exists. I don't know. I can't confirm or deny, but uh, yeah, good, good, terrible pick. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh shit, for Dude. my pick, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with John Marson from Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Nice. Uh, this man was fucking sick with it. I mean, he went out a little sad, but you know, it, it'd be like that sometimes. It took like 18 people. Both of those characters down. in those games went out sad, if we're being honest. But <laughs> yeah, the ending scene of that game is. And they make yeah. you play as the kid after that, like forever. And I was like, man, fuck this. <laughs> but uh, they also, yeah, in Red Dead Redemption 2, which is a prequel, they make you play as John Marston, like doing farm work once you finish the game. <laughs> like, goddamn. I never finished Red Dead Redemption 2 because I was like, I am not feeding this fucking horse. Yeah, nobody did because that shit was like 90 hours long. <laughs> like, I'm not, I just want to ride this fucking horse to. To different towns and like shoot people like it's Grand Theft Auto. I'm not feeding this horse. I'm not fucking brushing it. Like get the fuck out of here. I, I'm not brushing this fucking horse. I finished <laughs> it because I was bored during the pandemic. Anyway, and then my second one is going to be uh, Derek Jeter, just famous shooter. Just always shoot your shot when you're Derek oh, Jeter. Yeah. <laughs> never, never missed. Uh, a legend in the game. Legend in two games, like Pee Wee Kirkland. To be honest, uh, just can, can't get anybody. It's aspirational for us all. Get paid, black man. Uh, all time uh, urban legend, but if it's, I want to believe it's true. Uh, just giving gift baskets of himself to <laughs> the women that he slept with, who are also famous. Absolute yes. legend. Like right. also famous, like supermodel women, like who are in <laughs> movies and shit. Like Jessica Alba, who has millions of dollars. He's like, here's some signed Derek Jeter baseball cards. <laughs> Incredible. 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 One of the greatest shooters of all time. Uh, my next pick is uh, whiskey. Nice. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I fuck with this. I like it. it. It took me a while, but you know, I finally grew up and I can drink whiskey now. I got some Let's hair on my brands. chest. I'm no, I mean, I mean, you're at a bar. Everybody, Jameson, Jameson, everybody's doing. We're we're all doing it. Like. You got one guy in the group that's gonna buy everyone shots. Tequila will you. fuck up your whole night. So yeah, like, that's true. I, I found out the hard way that I could not be that guy that buys everybody shots. No, <laughs> never. You always <laughs> let your rich friends like teach you. I found out the hard way. <laughs> I found out the hard way. Like I, we're all having a great time. We're all out in Midtown. It's somebody's birthday. I'm like, hey, we uh-uh. we getting a shot. I'm buying you a shot. Everybody else comes up like, oh, we're doing shots, and I'm like. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing shots. We're all doing shots. (laughs) Next thing I know, I'm buying fucking eight whiskey shots. (laughs) Bartender's like, that'll be $85. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, (laughs) No, it's not okay. A week of grocery (laughs) shit. (laughs) Fuck out of here. They don't even thank me for that. Yeah, they're not going to like give it back to me. Like, nah, fuck. I'm never doing this shit again. I found out the hard way. I'm not built for it. (laughs) I found out the hard way. (laughs) All right, Teach. Oh, it's on me. Uh, for my last pick, I'm picking the greatest shooter of all time is me on Call of Duty. I'm getting better. You know uh, what? Know You're my, full of crap. I know that I was my gonna... play has been oh, much maligned. Oh, my God. I know that my play has been much maligned, but I'm getting better. Oh, I feel it in my heart. I, I feel it in my heart. I'm getting better. <laughs> gotta feel no, 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 me no, in the fucking gulag. We are gonna Somebody's going to have to feel me in the gulag. 
No, no, no. We're pulling up old video, old Twitter. I got the I got play of the there. game that I posted on, yesterday. Do I'm back you not in the remember? game. Do you not remember when I get on there and you be pissed off at me? You know what they say about champions? The they have a they have a they have a short memory. You don't remember the failures, you only think about the present successes. That's all we focus on right now. Would tell you that every time I get on, he'd be so pissed at me because I kill his ass. He would be dead. He that won't die anymore. I'm that the clip, best shooter of all time. Though. That clip of you, it's scary hours out here. It's just like, <laughs> well, you don't understand. You were so excited. You were so I excited. am back in the game. I'm back. I'm getting my feel. Oh, I'm getting the feel. Oh my god, you're such, ah, you're you're just such so a liar. Like, <laughs> you are guys. such a liar. You yeah, experienced real bliss in that moment, my guy. I'm, I'm actually just back, guys. I'm trying to tell you that I'm back. Somebody tweeted the, the gulag video the other day. That's I was like, it's the funniest shit I've ever seen, bro. <laughs> they got to fill me over with gulag. What the fuck? <laughs> the game was cheating at that time, but now the new game hasn't been cheating yet, so I'll take it. Hey, bro, I can't, oh. even, I can't even stop on you because I played, like, I played Warzone for like two days. I was like, I can't do this shit. I'm done. No, that ain't for me. I ain't built for that. I ain't built for that shit. I am, oh, no, I'm good. I, I am fucking ass. So the the, the way that you what? put yourself out there is like, no. Oh, man. When the quarantine first started, we were on there. It was me, Tej, Faden, Caden, oh, um, Marvs, all there on there. And man, all of I, yours, Tej, my friends, all the time. My friends would get so pissed at me, too, because we do threes. And they'd just be like, run! They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I be, I was getting cooked in that game. I was like, I got to delete this shit off my PlayStation. All evidence will be it's ever taking, this game. It's taking up. It's taking, <laughs> I got to delete this shit off my PlayStation. Right it's taking now. up a whole oh terabyte God. of space. I need to get this shit off my PlayStation. <laughs> you can cast me in Apex oh Legends, God. and I got something for you on that. But Fortnite, oh Warzone, God. I got nothing for you. Fucking 12-year-olds will be building these fucking mansions as soon as I start shooting at them. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like, I'm cooked. I'm out. And you're just I'm like, suck it. my ass. And you're just like, goddamn. I'm champion. champion. Get shit on. Get shit on. All right. Oh last pick, Lisa. You know what? I'm going to forget my little list here. And we go on current. I'm going to go with, with Pete Davidson. Ooh, oh, How the fuck? Fuck is he getting all these women? He's got an 18 inch dick. Like he has to. He has to. He got the Dark Diggler. Because he's got the Diggler 12s. He's been, listen, Kate Beckinsale, fucking Ariana Grande. Now he got, and I know. Kim K, though. Like, I know money. What? Money. Let me tell you what, that's money. But if you go to his whole dating history and just look at all the women, I'm like, bitch, how did you get an older woman like fucking Kate Beckinsale with some sense? Right? <laughs> like, come on. Uh, she's been in like yeah. 18 of those uh, well, um, those well. movies, those uh, directed DV underworld movies. She's been in like underworld. 18. But, she don't have sense. You know, she's just hot. <laughs> I'm, but I'm saying for him, like, go through it when y'all get a chance, go through his list of all the women. You're going to be like, what does this ugly motherfucker got? Because I need to go see it. I need has, to see it. He's funny. He's funny and he has a huge no, dick. No. Well, that needs to be, but you got it. No, funny. I don't just think don't Pete do Davidson is funny. I don't think Pete Davidson I don't think so yeah. either. I like King but, of Staten Island. I, I was going to ask, do you think Kim K has seen King of Staten Island yet? Like, No, not once. <laughs> Probably, not. Probably not. But I nah, that movie is three hours movie. long. She hadn't paid attention to that shit. 
(laughs) (laughs) But you know what? You ended up with that much with a girl with that much money and you you shooting so i have to give it to you my favorite headline that i've seen of that my favorite headline that i've seen of that is is like uh like a page six thing and it was like pete davidson takes like takes kim k out to a romantic dinner on staten island and it's just like (laughs) nothing's on staten island like so he's true to his brand I just can't imagine being like a mother of four and being like, this is my new boyfriend, Pete Davidson. 28 year old Pete Davidson. <laughs> Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. <laughs> like, I don't, I, like you were with, you were married to Kanye West and like that's its own like thing or whatever. Well, right. We don't have to get into it, but like Pete Davidson. That's why I don't find this surprising at all. When I heard this, I was just like, yeah, this is the same person that date like literally dated and married Kanye West. Like I don't. I mean, she was, I was perfect for Ka- they were Kanye West. And well, Kim I mean, who is who, for each other. who is the, who is the basketball player that was like for two weeks? Chris Humphreys. Oh man, New York Nets legend. But yeah, still like an NBA player who appears to be a somewhat serious man. Right. Pete Davidson. yeah, like I'm looking at a picture of them too right now on my laptop and. He's wearing pajama pants out with one like, leg up. Obviously, like, okay, but he's self-aware though because he's made fun of himself in a lot of sketches. But like, is is I don't know how to d- interpret this because he's self-aware. Like, he doesn't want to date Kim Kardashian. I guess maybe obviously he does. Uh, I don't know. I mean, why wouldn't he? Have you seen Kim Kardashian? Look, I mean, she's not an ugly woman. She's a beautiful woman. Are you familiar with her most famous work? Uh, I'm familiar with her work. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen, I've seen her work. Okay. (laughs) He probably likes the fact that he's not fashionable, because. Kanye probably every time they left the house, she had to be a fashion show. She's just like, look, I really just like the fact that he walks outside in Crocs or whatever the fucking bullshit that he wears. <laughs> Maybe she just likes that. Hey, hey, Kanye, you can put on the tan on tan. It doesn't matter. Just keep doing. <laughs> I, I think know. the, the Kardashians know. have decided that the goofy, like tattooed white boys are in style. Courtney got one. So Kim got one. Yeah. will get one soon. And, you know, that's they're like time with us. <laughs> who, degree, who will, who will tra- court? It's and like Travis pose. Barker. It's Travis Barker, Pete Davidson. Eventually, um, uh, what's his name? Machine Gun Kelly will leave uh, Megan. What's her or face? Megan yeah, Fox. Her. He Megan Fox. Her. He, he, she Kardashian come calling like with that billion dollars. Say, mate. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Kylie Jenner, she's going to leave Travis Scott out of this whole Astroworld situation. She's going to get She her got one. another baby on the way. She's about to deliver. So? Kim Kardashian got All right, this is this that is, is turned into us. This is, <laughs> she got a Pete Davidson. This is turned into uh us weekly. Any oh any uh other honorable mentions for Predator. best shooters? Predator. Ooh. Uh this is Not a movie human. that I movie that I hate, but Christian Bale's character in Equilibrium, if you see <laughs> uh Chris Kyle, R.I.P. American Sniper. <laughs> And then uh, also Bradley Cooper as Chris Kyle. <laughs> yeah, Bradley Cooper as Chris Kyle. <laughs> uh, a very uh, a very racist movie if you go back and watch it. But it, um, is. it truly is. Uh, James Wilkes Booth. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to all the people from 1865. <laughs> 
<laughs> My the bad. Surviving members of the Lincoln family who listen to this podcast frequently. We have you in our thoughts and prayers. That's my favorite transition. Other than the other thoughts than that, Miss, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, did you enjoy the play? <laughs> uh, you know, just pretty much like Osama bin Laden. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> two for two thousand. <laughs> Playing with the raw rockets. Shit. <laughs> One of my favorite tweets of all time. I don't remember who tweeted that shit. Somebody was like, Osama's like six foot four. Me, <laughs> me tonight. Rocket? I'm going to shoot my shot on Twitter tonight, y'all. With Idris? That with Idris, you know. Nah, not with Idris, you know. We got to, before we close the pod, we got to hear. Nah, about I ain't that. telling you. What happened? No, tell it. <laughs> we got to know. <laughs> You I'm ready. Know. I'm not ready. No, you're ready. You, you did some a, foul. You must have some foul ready. shit. <laughs> you got blocked on one app. It could have been a mistake, but the fact that you got blocked on two means you were wilding. You were doing some foul. Two no, apps. Please tell the story this right was, now. And we'll this end the was podcast. back in the no, 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 no. I'm not ready. But this was back in the day, Tej. You know that. Oh. You know back. You know three years ago, Lisa, Lisa today. Wait, that's not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the days, no, I don't know. I think 2019. I think I was just probably getting on his nerves. <laughs> what did you say? She's being thirsty. You had to have said some wild shit. Like I can, I see some nice. Some drunk D. You probably sent him some drunk D. And he was like, "What the hell is going on over here?" I've seen some very like thirsty tweets like in my day. I may have tweeted some allegedly. You can't prove it. That other account is gone. My tweets get were like pegging Dennis Rodman type style. Mm. Oh, this is a family. Oh yeah, I'd like to. I would have liked to done that back in the day. Oh, Oh, we had a family show, right? This is a family show. <laughs> That's why Idris bought you. Idris said, "Oh no, I can't see myself in hey. with pegging more times than you know what happened." Is, you know what happened is she goes, "Hey Idris, you know, I like your acting, but your DJ work." It hey. is. <laughs> and he and he goes blocked on site. <laughs> I got blocked by Ava DuVernay because I was like, uh, "It was before a wrinkle in time." time. <laughs> I was like, if Wrinkling Time sucks, y'all got some explaining to do about Ava DuVernay. She blocked me. <laughs> and then Wrinkling Time sucks, so I won. But yeah. <laughs> it really Who is did, Lolo y'all. Wood? Who is Lolo Wood? Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, apparently she's Odell Beckham's baby mama. And I, she has 1.6 million Instagram followers. Who? What? Lolo Wood? Lolo you said Lolo? Does, Lolo? does she block you? Why, why, why is this coming? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> She didn't block me, but they're announcing this because he she's pregnant by OBJ. But you know, oh, I always no. think when someone is that oh. famous that I just don't know who they are. But I thought Dexter she even got the was. picture. She's Wait. got the picture up with him on Instagram. Who's I the most Dexter famous? Who she was? Who's the most famous person you're blocked by? Jesus, got to be somebody. The Rock is the Rock blocked you yet? <laughs> the Rock has not blocked me. No, uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm blocked. Uh, probably Ben Roethlisberger, like everybody else. Yeah, he blocked everybody. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, Deshaun Watson blocked me on my old account because I, I said something oh, that, about him being that's a, a good, That's a good thing that's about fine. you. That's fine. You're on the right <laughs> that's side. That's fine. That's, that's you're on the right, right side of history on that one. Yep. You're on the right side of history. Yeah. Uh, Ava DuVernay and Deshaun Watson are the only famous people I know that blocked me. Well, I was banned from the Texas Capitol when Rick Perry was governor. <laughs> <laughs> he saw oh, your shit. tweets about Idris Elba. That's what happened. <laughs> 
to keep that woman away from me. Burn orange, burnt orange nation blocked me on Twitter, but that's he. They blocked everybody. Whatever. I wish they would block me too, and everybody who's associated with Texas football should block me as well. All right. Uh, you can find our podcast at One Take Pod, One Take Pod on Twitter, One Take Pod on Instagram, One Take Pod on TikTok. You can also find our uh, pod, on One Take Podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your uh, podcast. Lisa, tell them where they can find your Twitter and social media <laughs> handles, please. You can follow me at Lola Lisa on Twitter, L-O-L-A-L-I-S-S-A-A. Actually, that's Twitter and Instagram. And I'm also the publisher for Houston Style Magazine. So hey. we've been a weekly publication, print publication for over 30 years. We were the first minority publication on the ESP at the ESPN um, red carpet, the ESPYs. So we've, we've done a lot. So you can also follow Houston Style Magazine on Facebook and Instagram. Incredible. And uh, Tej, uh, thank you for tagging the wrong Lisa in the first... Uh... I did. I fixed that. <laughs> it's because I was on Twitter for the for the computer. It looks different. Thanks, T. Shows yeah. how much you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tweeted the right Lisa eventually. Mm-hmm. Hey, go follow us at ApolloHOU.com. Uh, Dex has some written reviews, movie reviews, House of Gucci review up there right now. Dex, uh, tell them what else they can find at Apollo HOU as well as merchandise. Yeah, the dopest Houston merch you've ever seen. We've got, you know, Rockets, Astros, just straight up just houston shit uh and it's all fire you know astros players love it rockets players love it they wear it all the time and you can get it for 10 percent off if it's too expensive for you using promo code one take pod o-n-e-t-a-k-e-p-o-d for 10 percent off it's the dopest shit you've ever seen do it you can buy one I take saw podcast an amazing i saw an amazing shirt uh, and it was said houston versus everybody and i said i want this shirt then I realized it was orange and it was an Astro shirt and I usually closed out my browser. Buy it anyway, bitch. Uh, <laughs> hey, we got red and black ones for the Rockets too, you know? We're- Good. Well, I'm going to have to go buy me a red and black one because I damn sure don't want no Astros colors merch, <laughs> but I damn sure want that. That Rockets one to come home with me. I'm using, I'm using the 10%. I'm getting that Rockets one. You're going to see that here very soon. Eventually, we will have a support for orange few shirt. I swear to God. Uh, yeah. Also, read my reviews, please. I got yeah. one about House of Gucci up. I got one about Belfast up. Buffalo's are fire. Go see them. We might talk about them on the podcast eventually. Like, uh, part of our Oscar thing. Yeah, coming House of Gucci. Yeah, coming up. Uh, just just so you know, we uh, next week we have a. Uh, what is? I'm sorry. What are what are the movies? <laughs> rush hour. Rush hour. We have a rush hour super pod coming up next week. We also have uh, House of Gucci coming up. We have uh, King Richard coming up as well. So we will have Real Cinema Hours. Real Cinema Hours coming up uh, for the next podcast. Uh, I will be on the website as well, writing some uh, Netflix retrospectives. We will have a uh, Oscar takes mm. uh, and not Little Oscar season primer. Oh, I can't be wait. a part of that. I'm ready. Love me some Oscar season. Me big too. big things Oscar coming season. to for, to the to the big time movie boys at Apollo HOU.com. <laughs> All right. Uh Tej, r- real quick. Do you smell what the rock? <laughs> I don't smell what the rock is cooking. It's cooking? <laughs> Mr. Rock, please come on this podcast and we can break down any one of your films. My invite remains. Any one of them. It doesn't matter which one.
It doesn't matter which. We're out. <laughs> Hashtag support sports. We're out.